Welcome to the first episode of the Main Event Time Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Numer. We are ready for some wrestling talk on this Friday here ahead of Friday Night Smackdown and AEW Rampage. So let's talk about those shows before they kick off tonight. So our first topic of the day will be about... That entrance theme that I just played, L.A. Knight, yeah. L.A. Knight is a star, a megastar. If WWE can just pull the trigger on him, everything will change. The ratings will go up. L.A. Knight is a hit star right now. So let's talk about his future in the company. L.A. Knight has been underbooked. He has had... Chance after chance, it seems, WWE has put him in these big matches, but hasn't given him the win yet. So, we'll see if that will change anytime soon. But I think that LA Knight is in good hands of the WWE booking. It's just, I think we're all impatient with WWE because they basically buried Zack Ryder, Rusev Day, and plenty more buried stars that could have been main eventers in WWE that they just all of a sudden buried. So we'll see if that will change. I think Triple H is being patient enough that we will get LA Knight as world champion one day. Maybe just United States champion. But whatever it will be, that pop when he wins the title will be insane. So, I think WWE is just taking their time with LA Knight. You don't want to take too much time with LA Knight. Because you never know. His popularity might grow. His popularity might stay the same. Like, a good example is Cody Rhodes right now. Cody Rhodes had all hype around him. Heading into the main event of WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. And all of a sudden, he's just kind of lost that huge ovation, huge pop. Like the promos are getting kind of kind of stale. His feud with Brock Lesnar is kind of stale. Everything is just not there really for Cody Rhodes. But with that being said, I think he will end up being a back to where he should be in the main event position soon. Whenever Roman Reigns will lose the title, I think that's will that will bring us to our next topic who i think will dethrone roman that's a very interesting topic right now in history but heading into SummerSlam in two weeks or wow a week away almost is insane that's insane um who i think will dethrone roman Reigns? i do not think it will be jay uso i do not think it will be jay um Honey, here my reasons. My reason number one is that Jay is what. What happened to Cody? What happened to like Sammy? What are we gonna do from there? Like, I mean, you know, I'd love to see an USO brother matchup at WrestleMania. That would be amazing if that happened. But like, what are they gonna do with Solo? Solo's gonna just gonna stay with the Bloodline. It, it's gonna be a weird position. WWE pulls the trigger on Jey Uso, but one thing that I would be happy if they did that, like pulled the trigger on Jey Uso in the main event of SummerSlam, 
is that will make Jeyus a, a star in the business. And just another star would be amazing for WWE like Jey Uso. Jey Uso, like, he's been getting that reaction from the crowd that, you know, he could be a star if WWE pulls the trigger on him this in two weeks. So, you never know. And we'll have to find out. Let's face the next topic to AEW as our first topic there will be the Jericho Appreciation Society. So we've seen these past three weeks that Chris Jericho and Don Callis have been forming this weird stable, this new faction of the Don Callis family that could be interesting in the up and coming weeks of Dynamite and Collision and Rampage. As as we saw last this past week episode week's episode of Dynamite, the Jericho Appreciation Society walking out of that room and leaving Chris Jericho in there alone. Could that mean that this new faction with um, Don Callis is different from the Jericho Appreciation Society? Like, I'm still trying to understand what they will do with this because this could lead to multiple different ways. As we heard um, on Dynamite this past week's episode that um Jericho and Kanesh Jericho will um face Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia in a match next week in a tag um that should be interesting will Jericho get the win I don't know this is gonna this storyline's really interesting and I'm really really interested to see how it goes and, you know, another story I'm really interested to see how it goes. That's right. MJF and Adam Cole, baby. What a storyline this has been. MJF and Adam Cole started off as enemies. Now they're friends. And, and so these two are getting further apart, though, as we've seen these past two weeks on Dynamite. MJF has given Adam Cole that, you know, I'm going to turn on you look these past two weeks and this will all add up tomorrow at collision when mjf and adam cole face off against ftr for the titles that's gonna be a very interesting match you know what i'd love to see is a twist mjf not turning on adam cole i'd like to see adam cole turn on mjf just to add that weird feeling like mjf's always the one that turns on his partner we've seen that before but can we see a babyface MJF turn this weekend at Collision that sets up their second match between the two? That would be very, very interesting. I'd love to see that. But as far as I know, FTR is probably going to take the win this weekend at Collision. Yeah, that it looks like the. I don't see MJF and Adam Cole taking those titles off of FTR. It just doesn't make sense. Not at this time. FDR's hot right now. They're putting on banger matches, as we saw with Juice Robinson and Jay White. That match, two out of three falls at Collision a couple weeks ago. That was amazing. Great match. But, yeah, I don't see FTR losing those titles anytime soon. All right, let's go back to WWE a little bit. Let's talk about the other SummerSlam matches that have been announced. 
the triple threat women's one. I'll start with the Asuka for Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. That match I'm actually pretty excited for. I mean, three of the best women wrestlers in the world going at it. That should be a very interesting match. I'd love to see Asuka retain, though. Just because Asuka's doing well as a champion right now. She's the one that's a sneaky attacker. Not really heel, but she's really sneaky in everything she does. And that should be a great match at SummerSlam. Uh, maybe, like, top candidate for match of the night. WWE puts out all these triple threat matches. They're all really good sometimes. Really. They're all... The summer, uh, the triple threat matches that WWE puts out is pretty amazing. I love what they do with those triple threat matches. And I think <clears throat> if they book the right person to win this match, which should be Asuka, I think that that will help the women's division a lot in WWE. Because I don't think Io Sky will cash in on Asuka in the main, at SummerSlam. I think they need to build her up a little bit more. And then cash in maybe at a Royal Rumble or not a like Elimination Chamber if that happens next year. WrestleMania next year, maybe that. But have a long wait and everybody wait for EO to cash in. I think EO should be the one to cash in on Asuka though. So I think Asuka will have a long reign as champ. Now the other match is um is the What's that? Oh, Finn versus Seth for the World Heavyweight Championship. Now, this match is going to be interesting. I'd love to see Damian Priest cash in. But I think the winner of this match will be Finn Balor. That's, I think Finn should win this match. I think he will win pretty easily, actually. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a squash match, but I think Finn will have... The upper hand for most of the match. And I think that's why Finn will win the World Heavyweight Championship and get revenge finally on Seth Rollins all those years. So, uh, and you know why I think that they can't have Finn lose twice. And I think WWE Triple H is booking Judgment Day to have all, every person to have an accessory, whether it's a title or. Money in the Bank briefcase with Damian Priest. Everybody has something at the end of SummerSlam. And that's why I don't think Damian Priest will cash in at SummerSlam. Because they need to build this storyline up like it's the bloodline. That's what they're going for here. The new bloodline story. And, this, and that's why they need to make it a longer one. Just like they did with the bloodline. To show how much we should care about this story. That's why I don't think Priest should cash in yet. And then, um, it seems like we've been building up a SummerSlam feud between Raquel Rodriguez and, um, and Rhea Ripley. I'd love to see that match at SummerSlam. I would. But we all know Raquel ain't winning that match at SummerSlam. This feud, it should, it's been okay. Not, I haven't really cared too much about the match feel but i'd love to see the match two hard hitters two tall women going at it that would be a great match but 
the feud, not so much. I, I don't really understand too much of that feud. I heard um, Liv Morgan's injured again for real. So that's not very good for Raquel, their tag team. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see Raquel winning at SummerSlam against Rhea. Rhea just needs a really long title reign. Maybe loses at WrestleMania, Rhea. But, yeah. And then our next topic will be the WWE Tag Team Titles, which is held by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I've had I've tried so hard to care about all, what they're doing with those titles, but they haven't defended them on a single pay-per-view since Night of Champions. Though that's to show you how I don't care. They don't defend it on pay-per-views. They didn't defend it at Backlash. They didn't defend it at, at um, Money in the Bank. They didn't. They're not going to defend it at SummerSlam. I don't even think they're going to defend it at SummerSlam. You know why? They, I because I just don't care. WWE's not even. He's. They're trying, but it's not working. I thought. I thought this could be a spark for the tag team division when they won the titles at WrestleMania, but it's not looking like that. So, yeah, I don't see them defending it at SummerSlam again, missing another pay-per-view. So, yeah. Now, the, let's talk about the women's tag team titles. Those titles, I feel like they've been hot-potatoed around in these past few, three months. I mean, Liv and, um, Liv and Raquel had them first, then Ronda and Shayna won them back, and then won them, and then Liv and Raquel won them back, and now Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville have them. So maybe we could get a long reign with the tag team titles for Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green, which would help out the division. They just need so much. that The women's tag team division just doesn't have that superstar, big division, big tag teams feeling. You know, like, they they've never had that, so we'll see when we'll see when that division can heat up and WWE could make some good tag teams in that division, but it's not looking like that anytime soon. I don't think they're even gonna defend them at SummerSlam that those tag team titles, and they didn't defend them at well, they did defend them at Money in the Bank, but yeah, the those titles are not really doing much for me right now i don't really understand them and yeah. all right let's move on back to AEW, where we will talk about the tnt championship which is going to be a feud between christian and darby allen in the upcoming months and ending at all out and that should be a very interesting match i don't know who i'm gonna pick to win that feud yet but I am interested in the feud, and let's be honest, the TNT title is just nothing right now. They've Christian doesn't even defend it on a weekly basis anymore. It's just, it's been horrible. The TNT title is just nothing now. It used to be so much, and now it's just non-prestigious at all. So, hopefully we can get a new champion that can 
use that title and bring the prestige back to the TNT Championship. As now it looks like it's just lower mid card. As, so we'll see how that feud will go. Christian and Darby Allen heading into All Out. And I'm very excited for All In. I am excited to see those matches. The match card looks like it's going to be sick. And I heard news that Will Ospreay could be added to that card in a match against Chris Jericho, maybe. So that could be a very amazing match card heading into All In, which should be an all-time AEW pay-per-view because first time going to a stadium in their history. So that should be an excellent excellent pay-per-view. So that will wrap it up for this episode. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time.